T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for home to fit your budget and your family. Rocket can, Maggie and Perloff. On this Tuesday, uh, if you missed the sound that Aaron Rodgers had on the Pat McAfee show today, calling out teammates Perloff, saying that if guys keep making mental mistakes and if they keep, um, you know, not pulling their weight, well, then those reps should go to other players, maybe calling for somebody. He didn't say who. But some benchings. Yeah, this is not Aaron Rodgers, R-E-L-A-X. We're going to figure it out. This is Aaron Rodgers saying <laughs> yeah. it's time to get serious. I kind of like it because I, I'm not, obviously, I'm not sitting breaking down tape, but Aaron Rodgers looks like he still has a skill. He's making a lot of bad choices. But if he still has a skill, then there's obviously something going on wrong around him. So I, I, I am not surprised. There's so many plays that just look awkward for the Packers. Somebody's making a mistake. I don't know if it's him or the teammate. I like him calling out. I'm not a big fan of calling out your teammates, but this one seems appropriate. It would be weird if he was everything is normal. Like you yeah. can't you can't go Good into point. one of those weekly interviews and go like Lottie Don, nothing to <laughs> yeah. see here, business as usual. But he, he just lost three in a row. He said that after the game. He said this is probably good for us. He had tried that approach. Yeah, right. Well, now he had a day to think about it, and or two days to think about it. On second thought, now he's pissed off. Yeah, you yeah. Know? There you go. And maybe he didn't see the kind of buy-in on Monday that you expect to see after you lose like that. Maybe that's part of it too, yeah. because you know I'm sure everyone behaves you know a little differently after you lose three in a row. And if you don't, then you might not have your starting job in the NFL for very long. Right. I mean, earlier, remember he complained that guys weren't taking notes when he was speaking in team yeah, meetings? I know. And we made fun of him for that. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we you never know what's happening inside a facility. Obviously, it's funny. The wins and losses usually happen during the week in the meeting rooms by who's paying attention. We never get access to that. But I think Aaron Rodgers is saying something's not right here. So do you remember the moment he was caught during the game? I Was it... Romeo Dobbs, I don't want to unfairly call someone out. And Rogers looks over the sideline and it says, "What are we doing?" I thought that was, was that? A, I thought that was about the play calling. It might have been yeah. the play calling too. Again, yeah. don't want to speculate. It was after a blown play, but like, yeah, uh, I mean, Dobbs really 
And he struggled, really but you know, to struggled. your point, he's a rookie who fourth was round pick out of Nevada. Round. If yeah. the whole offense was going to be built around Romeo Dobbs, then obviously yeah, there was a miscalculation in the front office. Yeah, everyone. I mean, obviously, I thought we're paying fifty million dollars for the two-time reigning MVP he can make anybody good. Hasn't happened yet, Maggie. But he's, you know what? He's calling out his team. Maybe he turns it around. I, I yesterday I said the Packers are done and the Bucks still have a chance. I am not totally ready to bury Aaron Rodgers of the Packers. This is a you like, sign. You of, liked what he had to say today. This you is like, a sign of life. You Maggie. like him calling people out. This is a sign of life. I mean, somebody's screwing up in Green Bay. They just lost to the Commanders. Yeah, I know. Mental mistakes. <laughs> do you think that means players or coaches or both? Players. I think they're blocking the wrong guy. That kind of thing. Um, I think they're running the wrong routes. Coaches. Now, coaches. You seem to be not high on that coaching staff. Um, it's not. I don't know if I I don't know if I necessarily have like a crazy opinion. I know did my voice just go up like ten octaves? Yeah, yeah. What, like, Which means like really like um well yeah 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 yeah. It's okay, Maggie. Sorry, that's my I'm lying voice. I don't know. I don't. I'm not that high on this coaching staff. They're three and four with the best quarter, third best quarterback of all time. You can be low on this I know, coaching but staff. I see. I've done this before though, where I'm like I don't know Lafleur this, and you're like, but he's got the highest winning percentage since blah blah blah. He's basically George Hallis all over again. I'm like I, okay. He also has Aaron Rodgers. Let's see what happens. I mean, what I thought is about George that debate yesterday after he sees his grandkid. Well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like Bill Burr. I was, I was just thinking, like, what if the Commanders who had Taylor Heineke yesterday and, or excuse me, Sunday, and Aaron Rodgers, like, what if they had flipped? And what if Aaron Rodgers was playing for the Commanders and Taylor Heineke was playing for the Green Bay Packers? Right? I mean, the Commanders would have won by even more. They would have totally blown him out. So that's what I'm saying. I hear you, but you never know. <laughs> you you never know. Maybe the Packers rally around Taylor Heineke. I think maybe the the Packers rally around Aaron Rodgers this week and have a game against the Bills. That hasn't that crept into your mind that all this is leading towards the Packers rallying together and playing as a team, maybe coming up short against the Bills, but really giving an A effort? Well, I'll tell you what. Because of Rodgers sort of calling out guys, yeah. it's not like he did this in the fire and brimstone kind of way, but he did it in an Aaron Rodgers kind of way. If they come out and look flat against Buffalo, and if it's a blowout, then you know the message fell on deaf ears. And that means that Rodgers' message isn't resonating, or you could um, assume Rodgers' message is not resonating mm. in the rest of the locker room. Yeah, so... Maybe guys are tuning him out. I'm just uh, checking this out. The guy, Matt LaFleur, who you raised your voice I, about, <laughs> he... Uh, <laughs> He has a 796 winning percentage. In order to get on the board of historic winning percentage, you have to coach four seasons. So, wow. he, thank you uh, for the history lesson, Bob Costas. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, the one I didn't need. Oh, love, love you, Bob. Okay, all right, all right. That <laughs> no, is... I got it. Lafleur's he's coached and he's won a lot of games. Good for him. All those Lions and Bears victories really add up. Oh, yeah, and all the rings on his finger as well must be weighing him down. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, I know. How's he doing in the playoffs? When he pat <laughs> Hater. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're one of those uh, Packers fans who's reveling in their misery. Like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> She's a pagan something. I yeah, <laughs> well, maybe you'll sing a different tune when Matt LaFleur passes Guy Chamberlain's 784 winning percentage. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Chamberlain. I'll give you anybody <laughs> who can name the team, the Guy Cham- or the year Guy Chamberlain coach, I'm buying dinner for. Carolina Panthers, 1974. <laughs> Carolina <laughs> Panthers in the 74. Yeah, what well, a vintage. Was, uh, How about yeah. 94? Um, I don't know. Guy Chamberlain was the... Can- uh, okay. 
You want another it was like guess? the Cleveland Bombers or something, some team that doesn't oh, even exist. Oh, the Cleveland Bulldogs. <laughs> wow. Oh, yes, I'm the smartest woman alive, even though I didn't get it right. Comes from? So he was a. Is that where the dog pound comes from? Oh, maybe. Cleveland Bulldogs? Maybe. He was a Canton Bulldogs coach, Decatur Staley's, Canton Bulldogs again, Cleveland Bulldogs, Frankfurt Yellow Jackets, and then he coached a lot for the Chicago Cardinals. So he's a compiler. Great. (laughs) He's a Matt LaFleur of the 20s, basically. (laughs) Are the the Staley's, is that like related to Brandon Staley? Yeah, what's a Staley? Uh, Yeah, that was, isn't that the original name? Yeah, Chicago is a Decatur Staley's. I have no idea. Or maybe Deuce Staley. I don't have the slightest idea. <laughs> but and it's so funny. I remember Sports Talk Radio in the 20s was like, he's only winning to Jim Thorpe. <laughs> he is not a great coach. He is not a great coach. But by the way, was he like, a system coach? No, it's like, ring us up and you know tell the tell the lady to connect you. He's got something in common with Matt LaFleur. He's not hard on the eyes. He's a good looking guy. Yeah, Who's, he's kind of a stud. What's his name? Guy, guy Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Oh, you know what he looks like? He looks like... He looks like... Uh, if T.J. Watt and J.J. Watt yeah. melded faces together. Guy Chamber, this is a real person. It's like a Watt but, brother. By yeah. the way, I do know what the Staley's represent. What? They were established by A.E. Staley, a food starch company of Decatur, Illinois. So that's why they were the Decatur Staley's. Mm. There you go. Uh, I've gotten us so far off track because I was defending Matt LaFleur, and you call me Bob Costas. <laughs> I was talking about the Decatur Staley's and Guy Chamberlain is off track. I feel like I remember talking specifically this morning about Guy Chamberlain <laughs> yeah. and how important it was to reference him when talking about Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. Yeah, no, we no, no, all no. this we ready talking, to go. We were talking about Guy Chamberlain because we're talking about the British Prime Minister position, how it's, uh, it's all Neville, over the Neville, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a really Neville, Neville Guy Chamberlain. Chamberlain yeah, who made actually, it on the show. Yeah, yeah. He was before he was prime minister. He coached at Decatur Staley. <laughs> now, and, and by he the way, he ran the wing tee. And, and you're making fun of me by comparing me to the only the best sports broadcaster in history in Bob Costas. No, it was a compliment. This is the only show you can hear about Guy Chamberlain and Lou Saban in the same week. Yeah, I know. You're welcome, America. Uh, <laughs> let's go against the grain, shall we? Oh, on that note, hit <laughs> yes. it. Against the grain. Maggie, it's only week seven, but I've come up with a label for the 2022 NFL season. What do you got? It is the year of the backup quarterback. It is the year of Perloff. I have all the I receipts. I spit out my water. I've been keeping... <laughs> We're not on TV yeah. today, but I almost just spit it's take like the water George. out. As a fan and friend of several backup quarterbacks, I've been keeping receipts all year long, to oh, quote boy. Robert Sala. Have you... Not, the Packers, the only reason they lost is because they did not have to face Carson Wentz. They got to face Taylor Heineke. Yeah, I kind of believe that. The Bucs and Tom Brady lost only because they didn't get to see Baker Mayfield. They got to see P.J. Walker. Cooper Rush is winning games. Geno Smith is playing like an MVP. Bailey Zappi stole the Patriots job from a first-round pick. And you know why this is, Maggie? Because what? the line between first-round pick out of Alabama and a fourth-rounder out of Western Kentucky is thinner than ever. Basically, the great quarterback class of two years ago, they all stink. Trevor Lawrence on down. NFL doesn't know anymore. You're as likely to get an unknown to be great. I, I think the line has changed. I think the way the position is played now, where running is so important, I just think that there's going to be these weird backups who are going to emerge and have great years, which leads me to a prediction about the Indianapolis Colts. They are not tanking. They're bringing in Sam Ellinger, the legend from Texas, a true gunslinger who is going to follow in tradition, the great tradition of Taylor Heineke, and he is going to will (laughs) these Colts to a win. I think it's going to be a great year for, I I think he's going to have a moment. I just know he's going to have a moment. Because all these other guys, these Cooper Rush types, 
are doing great this year. Something is going on here, Maggie. This is not just a fluke. This is a trend. This is the year of the backup quarterback. Are you in? Um, it's I like it. I like it's trendy. Year of the backup. Maybe we should print the t-shirts on that year trademark it right away. And I love that it's right in your wheelhouse. I just as you were talking, I went back and just looked at just last year, 2021. Yeah. I didn't have time to do anything more. And I just looked at all the teams who were in the playoffs. And I looked at their quarterbacks. Hit me. So you've got Buffalo Bills, who had a first-round quarterback. You had the New England Patriots, who had a first-round quarterback. You had the Cincinnati Bengals, who had first round and the number one overall pick. You had the Arizona Cardinals, first round and number one overall pick. Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill was a first-round pick. Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers was a first-round pick. Uh, the only non-first-rounders is obviously famously Tom Brady, the one guy who is the exception, not the rule. Uh, you had Jimmy Garoppolo, who was a second-rounder, Jalen Hurts, who was a second-rounder, and and David and uh, Derek Carr, who's a second-rounder. I also forgot Ben Roethlisberger. Steelers were in the playoffs last year. Right, right, He's right. a first-round pick. So you had way yeah. more guys who are first-rounders, second-rounders. Yeah. I did not see, except for, I'm sorry, Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott who was what, fourth a, a fourth-round pick. So wait. Um, so it was Tom Brady and Dak Prescott were the only late-round picks. And Matthew Stafford, of course, who was a former number one overall pick. Right. Well, a couple second-rounders sprinkled. That's why 2021 was not the year of the backup quarterback. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but are they going to – is in the playoffs, is it going to be the year of the backup quarterback? Because it seems like this is mostly first-round guys who are making the postseason. Uh, well, th- this year I think they're going to get a lot. I mean, it's so tightly packed. If Rodgers and Brady fall out, which yeah. we expect them to do. Well, I didn't say they weren't going to make the playoffs. I just don't know if they're going to win. I don't yeah, think yeah. they're going to win Super well, Bowl. Well, now that they're 3-4, and four, statistically, there's a great chance they fall out. So you're sure. going to get all these other weird teams in there with these weird quarterbacks. Yeah. It could be, uh, you know, I'm not saying Taylor Heineke will make it, but I do think that there's definitely something going on here. Geno Smith is, is a classic. Like It's a yeah. journeyman year. It just feels differently because... The first rounders, none of that are any of those guys going to make the playoffs this year. Is Zach Wilson going to stay strong and make the playoffs? It seems like a, a heavy lift. In I New York. don't know if the Jets are going to actually so, make the playoffs. So basically, that whole class is going to miss the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, uh, obviously Trey Lance is hurt. Justin Fields probably will not. That's that's a lot. They're three and four. Maybe they sneak in, and Mac Jones is gone. Uh, this year's rookie class was only Kenny Pickett. And yeah. He's not going to make we it. We go two years ago. Do we think that who's that? Tua Justin Herbert is it that draft? Tua Justin Herbert. Pretty good, but obviously Joe Burrow's already made it to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and then the year before that was the Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, yeah. Kyler Murray. So I don't know. It just feels like it's gonna be a weird group of quarterbacks this year. That's why I said this year is the year of the backup quarterback. This is I didn't the say year. it's I'm the sorry. Era. It's not the era of backup <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> How dare I? Um I like it. Also, I noticed one thing. It doesn't look like Trevor Lawrence is working on his fundamentals. That sounds stupid, hmm. but you know you know what happens when you get to a team. And you're you have a quarterback coach. All they're doing is installing plays. Nobody's work. It doesn't look like Trevor Lawrence is working on his craft. So you always hear stories about how Tom Brady and Drew Brees working with Tom House. Oh yeah, no, you uh, you actually as a as a quarterback you have to do that off season thing. Yeah, and maybe Trevor Lawrence did. I I don't know, but it doesn't feel like he's got his fundamentals. Like it looks like he is. He needs somebody to sort of really sit with him in the off season. And Dino Smith sat, he spent six months with our guy, Quincy Avery. Mm. Uh, he really worked hard this off season and started to really throw the ball before the season. Everyone's like, wow, Gino's throwing it so well. So I think you can make up ground by how hard you work once you're in the league. 
It's like uh, the Jordan Palmers and Quincy and yeah, the, you got whatever Quincy, those yeah, guys. Yeah, well, Tom House is the original who worked with Breeze and, and right. Brady. And then the baseball, it became an industry. Former baseball yeah. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Former ba- MLB pitcher. So I don't know. I just feel like there's there's room where a guy like Bailey Zappi, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he had success. Like, it was really good. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're all going to be good, but I feel like Bailey Zappi has a great shot, and I feel like Sam Ellinger has a shot. I I know most people are not buying into that. Some people think it's a tanking move. I I think he, this guy you can run around now in the NFL and you can do things. Yeah. I, I think that these little guys have it's a different league. Okay, I I just think it's a tanking move by the Colts because what's the option? You know, yeah. like where are you going? Well, Unless Sam Ellinger is really going to be, you think this six round pick in your in the year of the backup. You think that this guy is going to be just as good or he's a, a starting caliber? Well, he can't be worse than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is a statue who's getting sacked on every play. No, I get that. But I don't think unless Sam Ellinger has an out-of-nowhere story that might be worthy of like a 30 for 30, I don't know. You haven't solved your problem because Matt Ryan is not your quarterback of the future. Clearly, he couldn't even last till week eight. And I don't know if you can count on Ellinger unless you really are seeing something from him in practice where you're like, damn, we have to put this guy on the field. You need to draft a quarterback. It's time, Indy. It's time. Definitely. It's past time. They actually haven't haven't had a chance. They haven't had a pick since Luck retired. So Luck screwed them up for a long time. You're right. It is time. Sam Ellinger, if there's anyone who's got – he's a 30-for-30 kind of guy. He's got that that magic. They call him Tebow Light. He's got some – He's got. He's got. Tebow like the, Light. Yeah, that's he a gets thirty for thirty nickname. for Sam Ellinger. We're in trouble. No, <laughs> no, Tebow Light. That's not a compliment. No, no, no. If he, you were in college, that's a compliment, but not in the NFL. Sam Ellinger is compared to Tebow a lot because okay, but, he's got like that magic leadership quality. Oh, I was going to say because you know Tebow's pro career outside of a very memorable win against the Steelers was not good. Was not good. No, no, they're not referring to his mechanics. They're oh. referring to his uh, intangibles. Oh, okay. so it's like is his wind up also take three days? Yeah, yeah. Did you? Uh, I saw these quotes. Frank Reich, the Colts quarterback, is like, man, he takes command of the locker room. The second he walks in, he's a clear leader. That's who Sam Ellinger is. Now he's about five eleven. <laughs> he probably has the arm strength of Taylor Heineke combined with Cooper Rush. <laughs> oh wow! So he. So it's really all moxie. I think he, is and it, that's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of thing that we like in the year of the backup moxie. <laughs> I, you have Josh Allen. You don't understand what this is like. You, yeah, I know. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I have no idea what bad quarterback play was like for the no, 20 yeah. years before Josh Allen got there. Yeah, this is more the Tyrod Taylor kind of year. This is not the Josh Allen. You have Josh Allen <laughs> no, in the home. No, Tyrod Taylor was like getting Joe Montana. This I'm talking about Peterman or J.P. Lawson. Yeah, Trent Edwards. I mean, let's. you want to really Trent go down the, the rabbit hole? I really want to revisit this. because you do. It's pre- like the Browns quarterbacks, but no one's made a T-shirt. I want to revisit this. You bring up a great point about last year's quarterbacks, but being all first-rounders. I think this year is going to look way different by the time we get to the... The year of the backup. I like it. It has a good ring to it. Now, does Geno count? Because I'm counting Geno. I'm counting him. He's been a career backup. Yeah, and I'm almost trying to count Daniel Jones because he plays like a backup. (laughs) (laughs) And he just runs every time like he has nothing to lose. And you think I'm being mean to Daniel Jones because I think he's going to be on a different team next year. You're like, how could you? The thing about the backup in today's game is they can run every play because they don't care because they're just a backup, right? So once you have nothing to lose, if you get once you get a $200 million contract, you stop running. But these guys are all like kind of have that... They want it attitude. Daniel Jones is running on every play because he's playing for a contract. So I yep. think there's something in it there too. All these guys are like, hey, just Taylor Heineke, just just go for it. Why not, Maggie? Come on, get aboard. <laughs> <laughs> All aboard the ODU train. Yeah, what I are mean, they the monarchs? I think this show is like the backup quarterback of the sports media industry. We're all moxie. We're all <laughs> we're all we're all grit. We just want it. We're Shane Falco. 
<laughs> yeah, we're totally. Now, was he a backup or a starter, though? He was a starter, but he was also like, you know, uh, a journeyman. on fishing boats and and took over for a strike riddled team. That's true. We're not fishing boats. We're not backups. We're number one picks. I mean, he was scrubbing, you know, barnacles off the bottom of a boat. That's us. We're definitely scrubbing barnacles. Yeah, because when you're on the Dan Patrick show for 12 years, you're really scrubbing barnacles. It's I one mean, of the best barnacles. radio shows that we have in the country. Well, listen, Dan's the captain, and McLovin was down there scrubbing. <laughs> But I gotta tell you, Dan- right. I, I mean, I don't know. McLovin came from Dan Patrick show, and I just came from WFAN. We were not scrubbing barnacles I mean, here. We're not backups. If I've ever heard it before, come on. We're this. We're high picks here. But Dan, Dan was always acting like Tom Brady. He's always like, <laughs> the world is against us. No one ever thought we could be. Oh, uh, so maybe we need to get a little more. Yeah, of no, that. Dan yeah. was the biggest. Tom, six, he's like, I'm a six-round pick proving everyone wrong. He is exact Well, mentality. that's how we are when we approach the show, but yeah. in real life, we're, we're, we're first-round picks. We're, uh, we just we, have a lunch pail mentality around No, no, no. no. I want to be six-round picks like Tom Brady. I'd rather be that than first-round picks like... I know, but Dan already did that, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how often? We don't have two Tom Brady's no, around you, here. This is... Uh, you're not getting it. You need a chip on your shoulder. You need to be an sh- <laughs> undersized, underdrafted backup quarterback, and we're going to show them that they're wrong about I got the undersized part of it. Yeah, we got (laughs) we got the shortest producer in the game. We have Kyler Murray over there. (laughs) We have Stu who's got right now the worst collection of teams to root for in the history of sports. It is dark. Yeah. We have me who is his backup quarterback. I'm I was born to hold a clipboard. (laughs) And And we got me? And you haven't won a Super Bowl your whole life. You don't even know (laughs) what the food tastes like. Damn he makes so many good points. (laughs) How did you just nail that? Oh I'm my Kyler goodness. Murray. I don't know about that. I like yeah, it. Yeah. We okay. are the backup quarterback of shows. <laughs> Crap. That's a, thank God it's the year of the backup quarterback. This is our year. This is the Maggie and Perloff year. We are going to take over. It's going to be playoff time. It's going to be us, Taylor Heineke, Geno Smith. <laughs> oh, no. And Sam Ellinger. Oh, it's Sam Ellinger. We're latching out to Sam just Ellinger's the, Just the moxie squad. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, you now I'm even more on board. The, the Moxie, Moxie squad. squad. Is that our new nickname? We do have a lot of Moxie. Um, I think it is. You're a scrapper <laughs> from Binghamton, New York. I, I mean, you I are know. a scrapper if I've ever seen one. You ever, yeah, you, do not want to be, you do not want to make Maggie mad. I'm telling you that right <laughs> now. Tough as nails. Yeah, I know. With a pack of Marlboros rolled up in my shirt and my short sleeve. Yeah. All right. We're the backup quarterback of shows. There. It's settled. 855-212-4CBS. But we're not backup. We're winning this year. We're, no, we're going to win because it's the year of the backup. Yeah. Baker Mayfield was ahead of us. We're taking over and we're going to win. We're the PJ Walker of radio <laughs> shows. I'll stop. Wow. Go to break. Because I'm gonna, <laughs> once you get me on this roll, I cannot All stop. Right. Well, coming up, I, I, somehow you landed the plane. I don't know how you did. Uh, coming up next, uh, you got to hear this sound from Jerry Jones talking about what the Cowboys outlook is now that they are going to be facing a very spry Bears team. Coming up this week. That game no longer a walkover. Maggie and Perloff, we're right back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff, known as the Moxie Squad. Moxie <laughs> Squad? Whatever we call ourselves? Moxie I think team? The Moxie Squad. We're going to see how it fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't love it when you say we're the backup quarterback of shows. It's like, that's not great. But then when you explain we're like the Tom Brady, like out of nowhere of shows who become awesome, that's a little better. But if you have to explain mm. it, I don't know if it's going to work. Yeah, and we're the Bailey Zappy of shows. It's just too confusing. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're platooning with the Mac Jones of shows. Who's <laughs> yeah. the Mac Jones of shows? I like DA show or something. Like we can't have that. Wait, are we a backup QB or are we like a platoon? Uh, I've, <laughs> that's a good question. Is Bailey Zappy a backup or a platoon? See, He's a starter. Damn Patriots! This is what happens when you start a quarterback controversy. You got dudes coming in like a revolving door, and all of a sudden we're in an identity crisis. Yeah, it's affected everything. Yeah, but I don't want to be like a starting quarterback who fails, like a first-round pick who just – I don't want to be Trevor Lawrence right now. <laughs> I don't want to be the natural and then look up at two and five. You can't handle the expectations. Yeah. I can handle those expectations. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, you I just would rather it. hold a clipboard. Yeah. No, I, I want to come in with low expectations and wow them. And blow everybody away. I want to be Cooper Rush – Week three. Undersell, over deliver. Ooh, we, yeah, we are Cooper Rush. Yeah. Not that's... Cooper Rush week five. That <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be. Because you know in the media, you always want to undersell and over deliver. That's what always gets you a lot of attention. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that's going to work here at Sports Talk Radio. Um, we're going to get to Jerry Jones in just a moment. But I got to say, I saw a headline for a story, and I was a little surprised at first. And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, oh, man, maybe I get this. In Pittsburgh, local bowling alley is doing naked night. Everyone's got to show up. You got to be totally naked if you're going to bowl. Now, there's a caveat. Apparently, women can wear bottoms, but it's being put on by the Pittsburgh area naturists. Nudity is required. They also suggest to bring a bag so you can secure your belongings. Everyone is welcome. The event's for 18 and over. The facility is BYOB. 20 bucks at the door. Kicker. Starts at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, which I thought was a little early for all naked bowling. I'll tell you but, where that bag is going. It's going over my head, so I don't have to see any of these naked bowlers in Pittsburgh yeah, on we'll 4 put, o'clock in the afternoon. We'll put you out of your misery. 
That is, I mean, I find nudist, nudist anything, nudist comedy is gross. Okay, but think about it. Okay, this is where I got to think about it. I'm like, well, most sports, if you played them naked, would be just gross, right? Bowling, you could kind of tactfully do that. Everything's swinging around there. Heavy ball, like the the paint on your face as you're, and like bending over. Honestly, bowling might be the worst. Bending over. No, no, it's like you you could be like, you know, you're just kind of rolling the ball down. You don't have to get a running start. Take two steps. It's not the big Lebowski. <laughs> you got the leg kick at the end. I mean, Listen, nobody wants to see that. We're going to a bowling alley. I'm competing to win. I don't care. Close or no close. <laughs> I'm not going to just stand there so my junk doesn't fly around. I'm going to, I'm trying to get strikes and yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm a very competitive, but by the way, team Moxie should go bowling or yeah. Moxie squad. Yeah. I'm pretty, <laughs> already lost our whatever name. we are. I'm pretty intense on the bowling alley and I usually wear clothes, but do you guys, <laughs> as Ackerman walks in yet again, yeah. to our most nudist, crazy conversation. Nudist beaches, nudist colonies, gross. No, right? they're all gross. Like it's not the people you think it's never Brad Pitt and Angelina yeah, that's Jolie. My point. It's always the like people look like they live under a bridge. And that's like, that's like a, that's, <laughs> like a resort town in Florida is not rapid. Can you imagine what a bowling alley in Pittsburgh at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday is going to look like? I know. I, I was thinking, like, is there another... It's on a Sunday, by the way. <laughs> you get the witching hour and then the witching hour. But if you... I can't think of another sport that you could do gracefully or tactfully while naked. The only other one I could I come up with... it. I mean, you're a triple axel? I mean, mm. come on, it's three rotations. It's like the Seinfeld. Like, there's like things that are kind of attractive when you're doing naked, and right. things like opening a jar, which <laughs> yeah. are just not. Well, I thought of one: race car driving. Honestly, <laughs> who would know? You know, you're just sitting. You get away with it, yeah. yeah. You know, there are actually three drivers per week who are required to drive naked. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's like the short straw. Uh oh, it's you this week, Kyle. <laughs> the short straw, Maggie. Yeah, I know. Not Sorry. The way you wow. <laughs> Take that for your visual. Anyway, I thought naked bowling. I was like, I guess you could yeah. probably get away with that gracefully. But like, it's not like naked volleyball or something where everything's going to be all over the place. Yeah. I had a joke. Meter dash. I had a NASCAR <laughs> joke about the Bush brothers that I'm just gonna leave <laughs> leave to the not. side. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, cowboy quickie. Let's do a little bit. <laughs> oh, How about that? Great quickie. Let's do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is gonna be the, one of the hardest transitions you've ever had to make for the Maggie and Perloff <laughs> you know, show. When I thought about this segment idea, when we thought this up months ago, I didn't think it'd be coming off of a naked bowling story. Jerry Jones. On 105.7, the fan. <laughs> Today. So we even going to go through with this Cowboys We're talking about the ground game. Oh, just, we are. <laughs> just spit into the mic. He could not hold it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, it says on the sheet, this is Jerry Jones on ground and pound game versus airing it out. <laughs> I don't think you're dumb, but I think that's what you're going to get when you get to the playoffs. You better be ready to play that way when you get to the playoffs. You need to be able to run it. You're going to be in close games more than likely. Things are tighter fits all the way around. I think we're practicing playoff football. We didn't even mean to do this. When you want to transition off of a naked bowling story, never go to a Cowboys quickie with all the whip sounds in the background and whatever Jerry's talking about. which is it out. Everything Jerry says is obscene. If you just turn it a little degrees. You're right. Uh, That's your Cowboys quickie. (laughs) I would hear the horse think of naked horse riding in that. That That would also not be very flattering. That could work. Getting onto the horse might not be fun, but once you're riding it, it could be interesting. What was that, Lady Godiva? She was naked on the horse, right? Just a lot of hair? Yep, yep. Uh, on you, her head. You know who... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. Xander's <laughs> uh, on the ground. I didn't... 
mean it. You guys have heard that story. It's like a fable. Yeah, yeah we know Lady Godiva. Yeah. You know right. who would really hate naked bowling? Who's up? <laughs> Rich, Rich Ackerman. Ackerman. <laughs> oh, man. Rich would hate anything naked. That's a, that's too much. What it's if we told you, Rich, that somebody naked had been sitting where you're sitting before <laughs> yesterday? Somebody... Yeah, it's a little, uh, I don't know. I, I got to say, I, I, I get a little perturbed by that. Yeah. Uh, would any of us be cool with that? Yeah, you exactly. know when you sit down on a seat and it's warm? That's bad <laughs> enough. Like someone else had been sitting oh, there. Oh, the worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ackerman, I think I'm right there. I'm a little uncomfortable here. <laughs> I think I'll have to go do the update in the, in the, in the control room. In the we closet. Just, yeah, we, we were just by the way, just before you go to HR, we we're just relating a sports story. Uh, it's a sports related <laughs> story. Uh, fully aware. Um, yeah, twenty bucks, twenty five if you buy a ticket at the door. So I would imagine we're going to want to get that ticket nice and early. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, coming up. Ah. Does, doesn't matter. <laughs> it really no, doesn't matter. It doesn't. Here's a CBS Sports update. Someone just got suspended. We'll tell you about it in a second. Here's Rich. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Maggie Perloff. So, does anyone else feel like this referee Mike Evans story is just like a little bit fishy? Totally. Right, like... Well, it feels like the NFL is trying to pull one over on us. And well, here's let's lay out what happened. Yeah, tell them what happened. I am going to defend Mike Evans. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to defend the officials. Okay, so after the game, Bucks lose to the Carolina Panthers. There's a video of Mike Evans walking up through the tunnel, yeah. and two referees are next to him. And one of them h- hands him a piece of paper, and Evans kind of scribbles something on it, and they walk away. And a lot of people inferred that the referee might have been asking for an autograph, which... If you're not sure about this, this is totally not allowed. I mean, very much against the rules, not just for referees, but journalists too. Like, if anyone who has a press pass going to a game, if you ask for an autograph, you'll be, like, escorted off the premises or asked, politely asked to leave. It is not okay to ask people for autographs if you're there working. Uh, you're not a fan. You're there to work. So... There was like a big, you know, we're already so dubious, like, thinking referees are already in the tank for whatever, whoever's not your team. So then it comes out that the NFL's investigating and they found no wrongdoing. In fact, it was Mike Evans writing something about golf. Well, here's the story. Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network said that the the referee, who is also from Texas A&M, where Mike Evans is from, was pa- wanted to pass along the number of a golf pro to Mike Evans, but needed Mike Evans' number, and Mike Evans wrote the number down on a piece of paper. Okay. So... That's what Tom Pelissero said. Right. As, and I think in this sense, you can consider him uh, speaking for the league because he works for the network. He wouldn't say that if he didn't have it from the league. Right. I would think so. You know, you not mean, to call the would... question is reporting, but I no, think no, he no, probably no, no. got that from the league because the league statement is extremely vague. All it says is the official statement is it was not an autograph yeah. that gave no reason or, or no explanation for what it actually was. Now, here's my question about the you need Mike Evans number. If Mike Evans really wants to get in touch with this golf pro in Texas, why don't you just give Mike Evans the golf pro's number? 
Well, yeah, but why do you need Mike, Mike Evans', Evans is, number? Mike Evans is wearing a full uniform, and I don't know what the pocket situation is. You know, you don't want him to lose that piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, because he can't find. Does he have Google? I mean, could he Google the guy on his smartphone? And I mean, well, if the I, guy's running a business as a golf pro, I'm imagining you can. He wants to be able to be found. One of the referees is in his last year, uh, so I assume he's a bit older. So this is how people used to exchange numbers. You couldn't like just ping your phone or something like this. I think it's a that's a good explanation. But he, and here's why I believe them, because if you're going to ask anybody for an autograph after that Bucks Panthers game, <laughs> you're going to go. Up to Mike Evans had his single worst game as a pro. First of all, you're not going to go to him. You're going to go after Tom Brady. You're going to risk your job for Mike Evans? No, you're going to go after Brady. But There's you yourself no... just said the referee has ties to Texas A&M, yeah, so, so he loves Mike Evans, maybe. He, I, <laughs> no, I don't think in this situation you would go after Mike Evans. You, if, if he had gone after Tom Brady, I think all of us would have said, Man, that's totally inappropriate, but I get it. I mean, this well, is the last time. Do you remember the player he... from the Jets intercepted a pass yeah, from Tom yeah. Brady last year and then asked Brady to sign it on the sign the football on the field? Totally. That's yeah. like, yes. But Mike Evans, after Mike Evans lays an enormous egg, just seems like unrealistic that referees are going after Mike Evans' signature. Yeah, you think that if, that yeah. explanation does not hold water at all. The one I, thing you can say is there weren't a lot of options on the other side of the ball. You can go Dante Foreman. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I mean, the whole Bucks offense, guys, it wasn't about the performance gets the Panthers. He's trying, he may have been trying to get an autograph, and the golf story just sounds like such a, that sounds so fake. Again, a, wait, wait, wait. Nothing about that. That is, sounds so real. This is NFL. There's two things that the NFL players are obsessed with. Football and golf, and not really in that order. So <laughs> okay. I would say that the, the, that's a great excuse if he made it up out of nowhere. I mean, I guess. I, I'm just thinking that if I was recommending something to a famous person, I would probably take the liberty of giving the number to the famous person. I'm not making the famous person do more work, right? I'm giving the number. I'm saying, hey, here's the golf pro's number. Yeah. You're walking to the locker room where you have – We've been in locker rooms. They have a safe. They have their mm. bags. They have their backpacks. They've got all the uh, stuff. You can nah, walk this, 50 feet to a locker room and put it with all with your wallet. There's a lot of chaos, though, in that situation. Have you ever given, like, given an athlete a number? It's they just lose it in like crumbles. 10 Yeah, they lose it, lose it in 10 seconds. Well, you, then maybe it wasn't meant to be. You get the number and you call them. Have Otherwise, you ever tried to call an athlete? Who, it's like, how many calls do they get a day? What yeah, are the odds they're going to pick it they'll up? answer that call. I'm like, who is this? Okay. <laughs> it's a tech situation anyway. Can yeah. I have this? I hope, I don't mean to be unprofessional or anything, but have you ever had an interview that went so well and then you exchange numbers with the athlete afterwards? Yeah. And then you sent them a note to develop contacts, really? Yeah. And, like, and, got, and got nothing back. It's <laughs> happened to me so many times. I'm like this. We bonded. Like we're best friends. We are best friends. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a Texas dude, and we are going to be fishing off yeah. Key Biscayne. No, I'm sorry, in a matter of months. Or well, I can't really golf. <laughs> okay. So I'm sorry. I can't fish either. But at least we're going to be texting each other. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, we'll probably. So you add nothing to this. You no, just no, want no. to be around the. No, 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 no. We're going to watch TV together. We're going to watch yeah. House of Dragons and, and make snarky comments. We're going to be best friends. Oh, yeah. And then I text him. Play hey, so and so. It was so much fun to interview you. Look forward to seeing you again. And uh, hit me up anytime. Uh, or let me know if you're in New York. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Silent. Do you even get like the three dots where it not looks even, like they're texting uh, something and then not nothing even. comes up? Which nothing. is like. Totally exactly. Well, response being like, hi, this is John. I don't know who you are or what, who you're trying to text, but you got the wrong number. <laughs> no, like an athlete's <laughs> never going to say that. They're so used to. But it dawned on me, I'm like, was he just being nice to me because that was an on-camera interview? 
Tell me this has never happened to you. Guys. <laughs> that yeah. just occurred to you that, 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 that maybe might be possible. someone might be putting on a little bit extra so that you'll like them because you're in the media. Yeah, well, keep it up and detect every. I don't know. I just assume everyone who meets me likes me. So <laughs> your approval yeah. rating like is you. very high. You're, no, they they do like you, just not enough to go fishing with you. Yeah, with someone who doesn't actually fish. Yeah, yeah. So you get down there. It's like, oh, so how does this work? But, <laughs> but wait, first of all, of everyone in this things. room, by the way, Sandra, you, I'm sure you get you because you have a million numbers in your phone. A million. Yeah, but all of, the people I, like I don't get the athletes number. I get the PR guy or the agents number, and they all want to talk to me because they feel like they can get something out of me. Got right. it. It's not that they actually like me they just know that they can utilize me in a positive way for their clients yeah you're a vehicle yeah so you're, you're, you're pita bread i'm kyler murray <laughs> i'm a backup quarterback i'm a pita bread <laughs> you're the vehicle for the dip so like you don't because you're not like texting him say oh did you see the new episode of it's always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> that's not what your Wait, relationship is can you name names name a name no i can't i, oh, I really don't want on. to Wait, this isn't, I don't know, Maggie, you're a little more professional than me, so maybe you don't try and develop friendships, but I think there's something, there's a business reason to do it too, because yes. you want, there, you want is, sources if, or like contacts. If I was on a beat, I'd probably feel a little bit more comfortable with this. I'm kind of a Samter where it's like more about agents or PR people because I'm always worried that like, is it weird when like a woman's asking for your number? Am oh, I giving yeah, them yeah. the wrong impression that I want to... Blah, blah, blah. And well, that's unfortunately not giving enough credit to the man who could also just have a normal professional relationship. But I always find that to be very odd. Now, there are tons of women who navigate this stuff every day and they do it really, really well. It's my own kind of hang up, you know? Yeah, that's a tragedy. I just think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I don't really have that problem when I, when I interviewed women athletes. Like, it's pretty clear they don't want to exchange numbers. <laughs> well, they, they don't look at your hand, see no wedding ring, and just, hey, this guy might be available. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. You know, I don't wear a wedding rings. Yeah. I don't want to rip anyone's face off on the basketball court. Yeah. I, and your wife has approved it. Yeah. 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 Because you're uh, not a threat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Although the DMing could work too. It's like if you do a good interview with somebody and then they follow you back on social. That, that I've works. done that before. Like yeah. we had a weekly, I can just say what it is. We had a weekly when I was on WFM with Blake Martinez, who was the linebacker for the Giants. Yeah. So he started following us and everyone on Twitter on the show because we were literally talking to him every single right, week. Right, you right. develop a relationship, even though we've never actually met in person. When he got injured, I shot him a DM and said, hey, I'm really sorry to hear that you got injured. You know, good luck. Heal up quickly. And he wrote back, like, thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think that's appropriate, right? I, I thought that was, I didn't think there was anything wrong with I, it. I feel like with the athlete, the DM or the text, you have to follow, you have to go the opposite of the dating rule of waiting three days. You have to text or email them immediately. So they remember who you are, you you establish the basis. If you wait two weeks, hey, remember that interview two weeks ago that we did? We yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, about they won't have any idea who you are. Since Amon Green and Matt Collins have both been here in the studio, how many more people do you think they've met since then? Oh. Uh, minimum 100? But no I felt idea. like we made a big impact on Matt Collins, and we really did not. <laughs> I mean, the dude scored an amazing <laughs> touchdown. Did you guys see Matt Collins touchdown oh, this yeah, weekend? Yeah, it was really cool. That was like T.O. Like and the was having an issue. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Thank you. What happened to the heel issue? Uh, you know, I did have, I once had chemistry, like not like that kind of chemistry with a female. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay Vaughn came into the Dan Patrick show while she was dating Tiger Woods. And we, I told, I think she clicks with everybody. She's yeah. so likable. I would have asked for her contact. And, Just like to, yeah, to, really, to go to, skiing together. <laughs> what you guys going to really do? Really actually to book her for the radio show. Yeah. But <laughs> she was super cool. But I, I couldn't, I couldn't say, Lindsay, can I have your number? That would be terrible. 
You mean you're dating Tiger, and I don't want to get into that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That feels like a while I'm ago. I'm just trying to think, like, that is weird to go across gender lines and ask for content. It's better to go to the agent, hey, I thought that was great. We'd like to have them on as a regular guest. Yeah, I, I guess so. And especially if it's only one interview. If it's two and you start to create a little bit more of a rapport, I think that makes it a little better. Yeah. I mean, what about on a local level? When you were at WFAN in New York, yeah. and you, I don't know if you had a regular interview with, like, Aaron Boone of the Yankees or something. Yeah. How did you openly criticize him if you, you developed a friendship you gotta do it i mean it's hard too yeah the first time you meet he's all he and he specifically is extremely nice guy in person very likable very personable you know will like hug you that kind of person but you gotta do it you just have to call it how you see it or else you're gonna lose all credibility on the air like you can't cape for people so and then you gotta ask him really tough questions like we asked jamal adams really tough questions to the and and fair questions to the point where he stopped doing the interview Oh, I remember that. I mean, I didn't think the questions, they were totally fair. They weren't out of bounds. You could go back and listen to them. They're all within, like, they weren't gotcha questions. It was nothing nefarious. It wasn't personal. Nothing like that. And he just didn't want to do the interviews anymore. Yeah, and that that was big news that Jamal Adams that made it, and I hate to say it, it made Jamal Adams. People were like, "Well, wait, what's the deal? That he can't handle these questions." Well, the question was, "Why did you scrub your social media of everything Jets?" Ma- Maggie, whether you like it or not, you probably. Got Jet fans and the team sour on Jamal Adams to then allow them to trade him and get two first-round picks in return, which will then help lead them into becoming the best team in the AFC East. So thank you for helping screw your team over again and help my Jets out. Let's go. But who were those picks, by the way? Was Elijah Vera Tucker one of them? One of the first-rounders who unfortunately just got hurt? Yes, and I think like they had nine first-round picks this year. So like one of them may have been Garrett Wilson. One of them may have been Sauce Gardner. One of them may have been Jermaine Johnson. Who knows? Yeah, I forgot who exactly the picks were. Well... You're welcome. I mean, I didn't do anything. Jamal no, no, just no, kind of no. revealed that, you know, he just sort of how he was. But kinda, I still like him, by the way. Kind of slightly thin skin for New York or? Tough for New York, which is ironic because his father played here as a running back for the Giants. Oh, what was his name? I didn't even know that. Um, uh, What was his name for the Giants? Not... Jamal Adams. Dad. By the way, Garrett yeah. Wilson. Was, was it Garrett? Garrett Wilson. George Adams. Thank you. George Adams. George, the, the fifth president of the United States? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Does he also sound like Nathaniel Hackett? Like yeah, a George, Revolutionary War yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hero? Yeah, and Otis Anderson, former giant. That could be. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, so basically, I love this. Now Maggie's responsible for the Jets 5-2 and two starter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got there, but uh, uh, you're welcome, Jets. I think Joe Douglas had a little to do with it, but yeah. he's their general manager. It's just any opportunity for Sampton to mention the Jets have a winning record. It's <laughs> yeah. getting a little obnoxious, just, just like you, always knocking the bills, like always bringing up the Mir- Music City Miracle, no, whatever. Sampton's the guy who takes a picture of the leaderboard when your team's in first place for <laughs> yeah. five seconds. Thank you, Sampton. Thank you, Stu. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 